All right. Welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, and uh, I appreciate you tuning in to another episode. As usual, we are sponsored by Rube's Brews. Uh, please uh, check them out on Instagram, Facebook. I believe they also have a Twitter. Uh, go and like their stuff. I know they have a new Skyline IPA out right now, so go and uh, check it out on all the social media outlets that you can. Um, all right. Well, hey, I know that we took a little break last week. Um, I was a little busy. Um, I uh, got a chance to to work the uh, IIHF World Tournament uh, up in Plano, which was a lot of fun. Um, but I also got to work the uh, National Tournament, which was held at pretty much all the other star centers, which uh, was a lot of fun too. But uh, anyway, so we had to take a week off, got a little bit too busy, um, but we're back now, and we're back with um, not just uh, not just a normal guest. Th- this guy is somebody that uh, that I've known for a while, and he's actually been on the microphone before. Uh, he hopped on, I believe it was the uh, Dallas Stars alumni game. Uh, he hopped on to, to chat with us for a little bit, and uh, I went ahead and followed through because I've really wanted this guy on. We've been trying to get a hold of him and trying to uh, get him on the show here for a while. But uh, anyway, um, I don't know what titles to give this guy here, so I'll let him... Uh, speak for me here, but uh, I would really like to welcome on our next guest, David Spear. David Spear, thank you for coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. What titles do we want? Do we want like mercenary goaltender? Do we want, uh, you know, I know that you play all over the Dallas Fort area. So traveling, maybe. um... But that's what's needed in the, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things to where if you really just want to play a lot of hockey, and I mean a lot of hockey, uh, be a men's league goalie. Be, absolutely be a goalie. Because uh, you know what? You can play, I mean, you can play back to back to back to back to back, which, I mean, you know. Every night of the week, every rink, you could find a game. Yeah, which, you know, um, and, and, and if it is, there, there is one thing that uh, I know about you is that you do enjoy playing hockey. Um, we are recording this on Wednesday, so this is Cinco de Mayo. It's the 5th of May, um, but you have a game uh, coming up in a couple hours, but this will be your uh, third game in three days? It will be. Well, but that's the that's where the mercenary part comes in. You know what I mean? That's where it's like if you need a goalie, David likes to play hockey. Um, so, but uh, do, do you have? Um, I mean, because because you have a bunch of connections down here because of uh, uh, being a goaltender. But um, is there any particular team you would call at least for right now before we get started? Is there uh, one particular team that you would uh, say is your is your full time team? How, how many full time teams do you have right now? Uh, I've, I've actually right now I've got I've got three full time teams. Three full time teams. Um, I'm playing, and and of those three, I, I would say that that my primary one would be. Uh, the uh, Texas Ravens that play out of the Euless rink. Okay. Uh, only because uh, that team, my wife also skates on. Oh. We oh, so are, wait, are you co-coordinators? Are you? Really, technically, I let her coordinate. Uh-huh, um, yeah. And then she brings me as a goalie, so I get a buy. I think that's a win-win. I, I think that's, and I also think it's awesome, and I'm trying to do this myself at some point, but finding somebody that also enjoys the sport. Because I, I, uh, there's, there's times where I really, really think about it, I'm like, man, my life is, and I, I, this isn't a complaint, but my life is so full of hockey, but that's not a bad thing to me. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's one of those to where it's like, unless I have somebody that really understands it and like, I'm not saying they have to love it, but it, I'm sure it makes it a little bit easier. Do you find it makes it easier that you have somebody that... A that, lot, a lot. And you know, so, so it's interesting, you know, I, I moved here uh, roughly 1991-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her shortly thereafter. As a matter of fact, she was uh, a senior in high school when I moved here. Um, and, uh, you know, at, at that time, I actually was taking a break from, from playing hockey. Uh, started up a few years later. And so she had watched me for years. Yeah. Right? She, and she had ice skated. Um, but she had not um, ever played hockey. She had never, you know, even really been that strong of a skater. She, but she could manage. Right. So flash forward to uh, probably, where are we, 2021, so maybe 2015, Mm -hmm. she decides, I think I want to try this. I think I want to take skating lessons and learn how to skate. So she does, and she goes through the whole skating lesson. She rolls right from that into adult beginners hockey. She rolls right from that to, hey, if I formed a team, would you play? And I I, absolutely, but I right. can't play in goal. Right. I, I, yeah. You know, if, if we're going to have a, 
a lower level. A true, a true yeah. lower, because then, yeah, you're going to be in trouble then. Yeah. So yeah. I started skating out for mm-hmm. the first time in my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, other than a little, little. Kid. Right, right, right. Um, so we did that for a couple seasons, and then our goaltender got busy and, and wanted an easier league. We ended up moving up. And uh, so slowly but surely, I kind of transitioned back to a goaltender, and we became now yeah. at a higher level league. <clears throat> right. And we skate every week. Right. Yeah. So, so it's great. So like everybody's just like they're kind of uh, everybody's progressing, and you're getting you're getting to see it from kind of being the uh, uh, the seasoned veteran in the game. You're getting to see people get better, improve, and move their teams up. Absolutely. Because it, that is a thing, and I feel like. Um, you know, there's a couple ways to do that, but it's one of those to where I feel like some some teams, some men's league teams, they kind of uh, give up on their team and they think the way to kind of excel or maybe make it to that next level is just to get a bunch of like new players that they think is good. But then those people don't stick together because they didn't have to like battle through it. You know what I mean? So it's like if you get those, if you just get a core group together and you just battle through it and battle through it and get better and get better, those are the teams that stay together for like a decade. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like picking up these like, you know, good guys that like sometimes they don't really pay money or whatever. It's like sometimes that's not the best way to like put your team together. No. No, and that'll get you, what it'll do is it'll get you a, a men's league championship right, right off the bat. It, right. But the, the one thing that, that you miss out in doing that and the one thing that I think a lot of people miss misunderstand about men's league hockey is it is as much about the camaraderie as it is about oh yeah, a, yeah yeah winning yeah. a championship yeah winning a trophy that you don't get to take oh yeah home, uh-huh. you know? absolutely yep so I, I i think when you look at teams that that kind of do what we've tried to do and, and stay together for a long period of time yep. you know and obviously you're going to have the, the new ones come in and a few oh, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but by and large you stay together with that core group is that you have a bond that's much greater than hockey ever you know, yeah, yeah, these, yeah. these guys would do anything for me off the ice, let alone on the ice. Well, and that, and that's all part of the reason why I think hockey is just one of those sports. And I, I've talked about it before, but where you could like, you know, you or I could move. Oh, we got another fight. Sorry, we do we do have to say that we're kind of tuning into the uh, Rangers uh, Capitals game. Like I said, fifth of May. Um, so we started off, and we will get back to your story here. But I I thought we just had to kind of pick this up here. But we are into the third uh, round of fights here. Uh, we initially saw the uh, um, for the the drop of the puck. Uh, three different fights, and we had Tom Wilson go with Smith, second fight. Uh, this is the third fight, I would say, within the first five... Five and a half minutes. Maybe. Five and a half minutes yeah. of this game. Um, okay. I usually don't do this. I usually don't uh, <laughs> use anything to distract us, um, but I hope you don't mind that this was just a special occasion. And as a hockey aficionado like you are, I just thought you knew that this was an important time in history. Oh, this is this is an amazing thing to watch. <laughs> I mean, the funny part is you look at the Rangers bench, everybody has so much space because uh, so many people are in the box there. Um, but no, this is uh, certainly a, a different game. But uh, I won't try and interrupt you again unless there's another fight, which that may happen Wait, soon. No, I'm, I have a feeling that, that we'll, we'll see people leaving because of fights eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, ga- this game, oh, they just showed the uh, Capitals uh, penalty box, and I think there's like five or six. Do you see that? Yeah. Standing room only. Crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy for sure. It's um, been a while since I've seen a game that has. Oh, like I this. yeah, I knew this. It looks as if Jad's like, I don't even want to be out here for this game. <laughs> like I do. I like I'm just trying to score some goals. Are we even doing this? Like Rangers are out of playoff contention. Like I'm trying to take the face off here. Um, but anyway, but yeah. Uh, so getting back to to the point about uh, of, of men's league there. But yeah, it, it, it's just one of those things where really just kind of um, the camaraderie is everything. You know, because, uh, sorry, uh, my point being, um, you know, both of us could get up and move really at any point. And I've done this a few times. You move to a new state or a new whatever. You go to the rink, you can meet 20 new friends in the span of like, and especially if you've uh, been playing for a while, because I know yeah. you've been playing for a while. I can consider you to be a very good goalie. I think I'm an okay hockey player, but you go there yeah, and you, you, you meet people and they just want to get to know you right away because they're like, hey. Like you obviously have been playing a while. Oh yeah, and it, 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 but it, it's not. It's not. But it's almost just not because they want you on their team because they think that you might be good. That might be part of it. But a really part, a big part of it, it's like, oh, you know the game. Yeah. You know, like the the social part of it. You know the you've played men's league for a while. Yeah, you get how it goes. You yep. you know what I mean. And it's one of those things where like we could get up at any point and move halfway across country or the world, find a rink, and then all of a sudden we just have like friends and family. Yeah, and it's really interesting from a goalie's perspective yeah. when you walk into a rink and, and if I walk into a new rink, you know, if I take my gear to Colorado, if I go, you know, somewhere and I'm traveling with it, yeah. walking into any rink, 
and I'm pulling goalie gear, yep. and everybody will be my friend. Now, well, yeah, now, yeah. Granted, they'll, they'll <laughs> yeah. reserve their judgment until they see me play, yeah. but they'll yeah. still be my friend. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. No, everybody wants to know. Look at, look at there. Look, there's six, six uh, capitals in the, in the penalty box there. That's crazy. And uh, we got five. We got five for the Rangers there. They're getting really close to violating some sort of a COVID Yeah, yeah. I was about to say this COVID. I was about to say this COVID thing uh, is, is not working here. Um, but no. Um, well, I, I feel like the other thing, too, is, um, you know, goalies get, um, and I don't think this is any secret here, but they get a lot of free ice time because we just, like, need goalies. It's yep. like, hey, like, what do we need? Because if you've ever tried to play a game without a goalie, which we've had to do, obviously, everybody's had to do a few times, it's not very much fun. Right. You know what I mean? It's almost one of those to where if the other team like doesn't have their goalie, it's almost like, well, can we give you ours? Like, I'd rather just shoot against a goalie. I always feel so bad when a goalie doesn't show up and the other team, like either there's a forfeit or you have to like shoot against like a tutor shooter or whatever. But it's just one of those to where uh, what we actually did when I was working at the uh, Panthers uh, ice den in uh, Florida is they would actually pay goalies to show up for drop. They would, they would pay them, I want to say it was like 10 or 15 bucks, like just enough to where it's like, you know, nobody's making money off of it per se, yeah, but it's like... show up, it'll pay for their gas. And, be, because you know. the, the number one reason why people stop showing up to drop in is because there's no goalies. Yep. You could have, if you have two goalies and like six skaters minimum, you know what I mean? Like you can make like a good little skate there. Sure. You know what I mean? But if you don't have those two goalies, you could have 20 skaters, one goalie. People are like, eh, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, because well, you got to worry about oh, let's sw- you know switch after three goals. Let's switch. Right oh yeah, 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 yeah. Play half <laughs> yeah. eyes. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of that thing because we usually do a rule in Mansfield where like if you score, I think we usually do three times. If you score three times on the shooter tutor, then everything kind of switches around. So it gives people an incentive to like you know try and score on the tutor shooter, but it just changes the way that you approach the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's really no like kind of like backdoor passing or like, there's just certain things that, and there's some things you just feel bad about doing. And so like, that's not cool either. Right. Um, so it really just kind of uh, puts you in a bad state there. But uh, we, we've gone this far and we haven't even really done the, the second part of the intro, which is we've talked about you playing hockey for a long time, but we always start the show off the same way. But we're a quarter into it. But we're gonna we're gonna go back. We're gonna rewind. Sorry, everybody. We're gonna rewind a little bit. Um, but anyway, we need to we need to know how you started getting into hockey. How you first got uh, what, what was the first little spark? Let's let's rewind. Uh, you know, just a, a young a young spear. Like what what was he what was he watching? How did he how did he get into it? Um, well, I, let's see. I I I know I started. Skating, I was five-ish, six-ish. I think first organized hockey was seven, yeah. six or seven, in Colorado Springs. Yep. Um, so my dad played high school hockey in Colorado Springs growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a very short-lived, you know, probably uh, uh, late uh, youth to teens. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. He was done. Yep. But he always enjoyed the sport. Yeah. So... Um, by the time I was born, and I had an older brother and an older sister, had moved back to, to Colorado Springs. Um, and I was about five years old when we moved back. And yep. sure enough, uh, as soon as we could, we started, you know, skating and skate lessons and, mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, very quickly uh, decided that I liked being on the ice. Um, fairly quickly, within maybe a year, two years, decided that, well, I like being on the ice, I could do without all the skating. Right. That's a lot of skating. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so as soon as the uh, the position became, or, well, I guess initially everybody kind of took a turn. Mm-hmm. As soon as they kind of allowed you to pick, I said, no, 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 I'd, I'd really like to focus on, on this goalie thing. I'd like to try this. Yeah. And, and I know my dad was just absolutely, no, please. Yeah. Any, my, anything yeah. but that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I liked it. Yeah. So I stuck with it, uh, and you know, and I I played through uh, you know through my childhood and played you know local travel you know in in the state travel. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up uh, playing uh, high school hockey. As a matter of fact, as a freshman, uh, took our team to the state championship and then lost. Yeah. Um, but those state when you're talking about Colorado State, like that's good. Like that is like that's it, good hockey. It is good hockey, uh, and it's exciting hockey. It's you know. You think about in the United States, there are definitely some hot spots for, for yeah. some pretty good high school hockey. Yeah. Colorado's up there. Yeah. 
there are a couple of places that I think are, uh, you know, kind of the next tier. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. But if you're going to go by state by state, you would say Colorado is above average. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yes. I would agree. Um, Yeah. So I so I played there that that freshman year. Come the next year, uh, I end up going to uh, Massachusetts to play Mm -hmm. uh, high school hockey for a private school, Cushing Academy. up there. Nice. Um, And that's where I realized the difference between state level hockey now mm-hmm. granted this was also prep school hockey yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it's even one little notch ab- above that yeah. but uh wow it, it was a world of difference well it's kind of a, a, it's kind of amazing because um um just kind of going into kind of that because i don't know if a lot of people know this but that that route into playing like really really like major hockey usually goes through northern prep schools yeah. you know what i mean oh, yeah. and it's one of those things to where i was at the uh national uh, tournament. I think it was U uh, fourteen and U fifteen. Um, I was at Valley Ranch, and then I was also at ULIS. Was at ULIS on Sunday, and they had uh, Shattuck St. Mary, and they were playing in the championship game, I believe, against the LA Kings uh, AAA Tier One. I mean, you know, and and I mean the. And this is not taking anything away from the LA Kings. Uh, I mean, they were the very, very, very good hockey players. Made it all the way, all the way to the championship. But that Shattuck St. Mary's team was just, oh. And then when you look at those teams that kind of like advanced, it was all northern uh, private schools. Yeah. It was it. You know what I mean? Uh, Bishop Kearney from Buffalo was another one. Yeah. Um, I forgot. There there was one more um, that was just an academy that is heavily geared towards hockey. Towards hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and they all are. And, you know, when it came time, you know, after my first year of, of, of high school in, in Colorado, we started looking at all these schools. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's one uh, that's uh, real close to uh, Notre Dame that's uh, actually, it's a military, it's a uh, Culver military mm-hmm. academy. Yeah. Great hockey program there. Yeah. Uh, and that was in the running uh, as well. And, and then Cushing, and you know, you're going to pick between right. military yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. prep school. Yeah. And, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. But, you know they're both you know amazing programs, and and there are there's so many other ones out there that are it's yeah yeah it's I'm, impressive. I mean, we start getting into it though. It's just there's just so much good hockey, and there's so many good hockey players, yeah, yeah. and I think that's why sometimes because um, I think we're we're obviously both on the uh, other side of it now, but it's almost just one of those where it's like have your dreams, but like be realistic in those dreams because there are so many good hockey players. Like you're a good hockey player. I'm a good hockey player, but we're nowhere near the great hockey players that it takes. You know what I mean? And that's no uh, offense to you or me or whatever, but it's just like, that's next level. Oh, absolutely. And when you go up there, like all those kids have had to compete against next level. Cause I'm a huge believer in competition breeds success or breeds better players and it's just their competitiveness within their own teams um and they're still teammates they still love each other whatever but it's one of those where they're competing with the, if they're on first line you're competing with everybody below you if you're on second line you're, you're everybody's competing with everybody absolutely and the, but well, they they and, get that right away well, they know and, it and, and the other thing about that that level of competition and, and you're right you know and, and that was that was what i what stood out to me right off the bat when i right. went up there was was here I am thinking, you know, top tier Colorado Correct. hockey, you know, as a freshman, I'm, you know, they should be holding parades. Yeah, you're right. I'm here, boys. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And I walk in the door there and they're just like, well, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, 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 let's just take a step back. Let's, yeah. let's see how this works. Yeah. And, and I did. I struggled there uh, a lot, you know, and I still played some good hockey up there and I still played. But even to get there, you have to be a good hockey. Like yeah. that is not a, it's not just open invitation. Right. Like, you know. Right. No, 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 no. And so I did have to prove myself, but. But yeah, I, I mean, you know, I look at and the funny thing is, I was I, I was kind of looking uh, last night, thinking about coming and and kind of the history of of Cushing itself, Cushing yeah. hockey, and you know, but we've had players come out of there, uh, Connor Sheary, yeah, uh, oh yeah, he's from Cushing, uh, Keith Yandel's from Cushing, yeah, um, you know, on the women's side, we got Erica Lawler, yeah, uh, Megan Duggan, yeah, uh, you know, they all came out of Cushing, yeah, um, so I I mean. Man, yeah, great hockey players. Yeah, I, I'm just glad I got to skate on that same t- that ice with them. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? no, well for sure. But like that's when you get into, and I know I've talked about it a few times on the podcast. But uh, my dad's side of the family, my dad, that you know, they're from Minnesota, so like he he likes to kind of you know whatever with Massachusetts all the time because yeah, right. it's really like it's really just one and two, and then everybody else is like a far three. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where he's like, state of hockey, 
Minnesota. It's like, yeah, like that. I get it. He's like, Google it. He's like, more <laughs> NHL players like Google. It. It's like, yeah, but like, but like, why can't we just respect number? It's like, no, like we can't respect. It's like, well, why not? You know what I mean? The only one. Yeah, it's like why? Like we we don't care about three. We don't care about number four. We just care about Massachusetts for some reason. Like he he has he's always had this huge vendetta against like Massachusetts hockey. It's like even with him recognizing that it's obviously even in his mind number two for some reason it's just like yeah like Massachusetts hockey. It's like well like they're doing something right. You know what I mean? They are. But. He, uh, he, he's, a, he's a big Minnesota guy, so he, he kind of likes to get into that. But um, even from my time that I spent uh, in New England, like uh, Massachusetts hockey is just like, I mean, obviously next level. So how did, uh, how did that transition kind of happen? Like, were you looking for a place to go or uh, did you see an opening and, and you tried to fill it? Or how, did, how does that work? Because it's not the easiest thing to like just go up and play prep school hockey in Massachusetts. Yeah, no, no. And I, it was the goal. Um, you know, there's no real roadmap. No, and there's not. Back then. Yeah, no, no. Well, um, well yes, yes. You know, because I think there's a little more structure. Not, not that the kids get that, but but there's a little more structure nowadays that at least parents can kind of look at and say, okay, there are some some kind of milestones that you want to hit along the way. Yeah. You know, and 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 see how how the kid likes it, how the kid develops, how yeah. the coaches respond, how he responds to you know that kind of help guide you when, right. when you see someone that shows some talent. And, and there wasn't back then as much of a roadmap, so it, it was a lot of a guess. Right. And at that point, I was looking for um, a, probably a different environment, but something that would really let me play the game. Right. Know, yeah. I wanted to play. Yeah. I, that, and the problem is that's really all I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, which probably helped me in getting to go there. Yeah. Um, because, you know, then you're living on a campus. And so focus becomes the whole, you know, right. with the team. You're doing school and you're doing workouts and you're doing right. hockey and you're you know right. you're on a bus you know yeah. every other day driving yeah. to different schools and playing and uh, you know and then we go overseas and play an international competition right and so it's great and it's immersive yeah but it pushes you to, to yeah. get that other stuff done oh yeah no for yeah. sure um, and, but kind of going back to uh, when you were in Colorado Springs a little bit though um, did you play uh, were you mostly playing out of like Surditch Arena or what was the, what was the um, arena up there because yeah. because uh, for everybody that doesn't know uh, Colorado Springs is like the home base for USA hockey yes so it's like a, it's a it's where everybody that you know goes to train like you know what I mean there's a lot of people up there oh, put it that I, way there's, there's there's and it's a great hockey community right yeah, there yeah um, I did grow up playing a lot at Broadmoor World Arena, the mm-hmm. original one, and at Paw Sertich before it became Paw Sertich, as a matter of fact. Paw Sertich, when I was a kid, and in uh, maybe first year of high school, he was still driving the Zamboni oh, really? at that rink. So did you know that uh, Brian Lee, general manager of the Mansfield Star Center, he used to manage, uh, he was a general manager of Sertich. Really? He was. I did not So know he that. runs into people every once in a while that, uh, you know, he knows from Colorado, because he spent time in Aspen. Um, him and my dad worked together there, um, but then he went and he was the general manager over at Sertich, Um and I think he left and went to uh, New Hampshire after that, but you should talk to him about that. I will do. You should. You should say, hey, I'm from Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Like you're, he's actually headed to, Col- uh, I don't, uh, this isn't private information, but he's headed to Colorado Springs for a wedding, so he's actually headed up there right now. Nice. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's a small world of, of, of hockey, uh, hockey here. But uh, we, I wanted to go back there for, a t- I'd like to play an adult tournament. At yes. I yeah. would love to, to now go back. As an adult. Well, but if, if that happens, then let me know and I'll just go with you because I always like to go to a place that like somebody already has figured out. That's always the best. Oh, it's yeah. like, hey, like, let's go to this tournament because <laughs> this guy's from here and he can take us. It's like, oh yes, like this is, this is exactly what I needed. Cause I just I'll go do anything. I just need somebody to take me there and show me what to do. You know what I mean? There you go. Just kind of one of those situations there. But um, anyway, we always used to have um, when I was going growing up playing travel hockey, um, so I'm from Oklahoma, so we did Taha hockey. Um, so, like, most of the time we were playing, um, you know, uh, who, do we, who do we have? St. Louis, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Houston. Um, I think San Antonio might have had a team. Um, there was a couple other teams. But we always had, like, once a year we would have, uh, it was the, um, I forgot what the name of the tournament was called, but it was always held in uh, Colorado Springs, and we always looked forward to it for a couple different reasons. It was always held on, um, I believe, Labor Day. The, it, it was always held the, the same kind of vacation. So we, we would actually get out of school on Friday. Our, our parents would make us go to school on Friday. We would drive to Colorado Springs. We would play a bunch of teams that we never got to play before. We would go out. We had this really cool ceremony at the beginning. Um, 
and I'm sure some people will recognize this because I think they've done this for a long time, um, but we would get a bunch of pins that had like our team pin on it. And then we would have like a gigantic public skate with like all the other teams. And the idea is that you would go around and you would trade pins with like the other kids. And then so like they would give you their pin, you give them theirs, and you just tried to end up with like all the pins of all the different teams. And then as soon as that was over with, you tried to go out on the ice and just beat them all. You know what I mean? So it's just very like that first night was just very like, okay, like I'm going to get to meet you and this is nice. And uh, this is before like, you know, social media existed. So it's not like there was a bunch of moms taking pictures on their iPhones or anything. It was just you went and got your pen. Um, but then, you know, after that, but those tournaments were always like very, very highly regarded as like being like one of like the best. And it was just a very, um, I don't know, like when, 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 I, when I think of Colorado Springs tournaments, uh, that's just kind of what I remember. And, um, but it, but I, I felt like when we started doing it, it wasn't at Certa Arena, so it may have been at the one that you were talking I, about before. I'm betting it, yeah, Broadmoor Because it was Arena. a single sheet. It wasn't the, because yep. Certich's. It was a single yeah. sheet, but it was, it had, it, it, I mean, it was a big arena. Though, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, that's but, where Colorado College used to play originally. Yeah, but, but it used to be cool because, like, you play against these same teams over and over and over, and you know how you match up with all those teams, but you're like, I want to know what some kid from, like, you know, what New Mexico or Montana or, you know, just, you know, random examples. But uh, we always really looked forward to that. Um, Garden of the Gods, we always went to Garden of the Gods. That was always, like, a huge thing. Got to go through there. Uh, we, we had, like, a, one of our best players, like, broke his ankle one weekend on a, like, just, like, standing on a rock or, like, jumping <laughs> off of it or whatever. So that was a big deal. So then we weren't allowed to go anymore. Like, I was like, this is stupid. Like, that kid just broke broke his ankle like no more hiking yeah it's like that didn't have anything to do with us and you know but like it's so funny like at the time we were like why are our parents always hovering over over us and having us eat and drink water and like they were just making sure that we didn't hurt ourselves all weekend you know what i mean like that's it was like well we paid a lot of money to get here and we, to get there and to yeah the like weekend. yeah it's like we, you can get hurt playing hockey but like don't get hurt like out you know what i mean like it's just you know those crazy hockey parents or whatever but uh anyway but uh, so how do you make that transition, though? So you're playing uh, prep school hockey in Massachusetts, which is, as far as levels are concerned, uh, really up there. But then kind of like uh, what, what's kind of that transition into like, OK, like uh, now I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to continue to play hockey or, you know, I'm not going to continue to play hockey or. Well, what, 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 you, what's you the go story? through that phase. And, and, and I think a lot of prep school players uh, end, end up doing this. And, and I think it's it's all part of that that you get that glimmer in your eye of, of, you know, I'm doing the right things and yep. I'm going to have a future, you know? And, and so, you know, then it comes time for college and, you know, so you're trying to get into college. Uh, some of, some of these players, uh, you know, are looking to get drafted, you know, at the same time. And, you know, come my senior year, I think there were three or four that were, yep. um, and, and, you know, quite a handful that went on to, to play in college, uh, which I, and I was headed to and, and didn't, yep. um, and, uh, and so that's probably where, you know, your frustration sets in. You're just like, well, so I'm spending all this time and, it, you know, it's not going to pay out. Yeah. It, you know, so now I've just wasted all this time at the rink. And I did. I stopped skating for probably four years or so. Four yep, or five same years. here. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, and I, and yep. it was funny. So, so I had, at some point in there, I think three or so years into it, I moved to Texas. Yeah. And, and of course, I get here and I'm just like, well, first of all, I'm not going to worry about it. Right. We don't really have ice ice here. Mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah, that's um, where, yeah everybody, everybody thinks that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And about about a year or so, it was it was I guess it was it was right before the stars moved here. And I'm talking to a guy, and I happened to mention that I had played hockey. He was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, no, really, I was a goalie all growing up and everything. Yeah. Okay, if that's true, you know, I, I play with these guys out at, at this place in Valley Ranch because yeah. that was, you know, that was one of the first. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so this Friday. You know, like eleven thirty at night, show up and we'll get you on the ice. Yeah. And I show up and it's you know full of doctors and lawyers because they're the only ones that can afford it because it's the oh, one yeah, rate. yeah yeah yeah. And yeah, and I get there with my you know my old Cushing High School bag and all my gear and you know leather pads. Yeah, the whole bit. Pop you know brown leather. Pop them on. Go out and skate for an hour and have the best time. I was right. like, I, I want to do this again. Yeah. Thankfully, then the stars come and they start building rinks. Right. And, and it was easy. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, you, yeah. So you, you you got onto it before the uh, I don't know if you all the explosion of you know because we were still coming down here for tournaments at that time. So yeah. they were always just building another rink. We were like, this is crazy. We're yeah. from Tulsa. We barely had one. You know what I mean? We're looking around. It's like there's more teams, more teams. Um, but it's one of those situations too, to where 
because I took a few years off. Um, so after high school, I got to the point where like I was a good hockey player, but I knew towards the end that it wasn't going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? So it was one of those where it's like, eh. So I went to, you know, I went to school at OSU, which we had a club team, but that club team was just a men's league team, you know. Um, and it was one of those to where, and you probably get this because you're still a very good goalie, and I hope you don't take this even at your age, which you don't see. So it's one of those to where if you see a guy that's a little bit older and he's still really good at goalie, it's like, oh, when you were younger, you were probably like, really? No, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean, right? Like, oh, yeah. you were probably like, really, really Trust good. Me, I think that all the time. <laughs> like, when you were younger, you're, you know. Um, but it was just one of those situations to where, um, I, I had just kind of hit that point where I knew that um, I wasn't going to go anywhere with it. And it was kind of like my whole identity. And, you know, I'd started to meet friends in high school that didn't care about that, which I've kind of, you know, brought up before. And I was like, oh, okay, like maybe I can have a life outside of hockey and like needing, needing that to be my whole thing. Um, but the weird part was is that when I stopped playing hockey, um, I, wasn't as, I wasn't as happy, you know what I mean? So, like, when I came back to it, I kind of realized, like, why I'd played hockey in the first place. And it was just, like, the camaraderie, like we were talking about, yeah, the competitiveness. Because I still like to compete. Like, I'm one of those, like, I like to compete out on the ice. But as soon as, soon as the buzzer's over at the end, like, I'm good. Like, you know? Like, yeah, that's probably one of my big problems. I, I still have that competitive well, thing going but on, you, but I sometimes don't lose it very but quickly. Do you but do you take it more because I, and I talk about this all the time, I grew up playing goalie. So, like, when I played travel hockey, I played goalie, um, but I also skated out, like, half the time, too, most of the time. Um, but I always took, like, I always felt like a lot of my players after the games or a lot of my teammates, they were able to take that loss easier because they felt like they were a smaller part of it, whereas I felt like, man, like that was... Yeah, that I own, I have some responsibility. Well, but it, but it's like, it, but it's like uh, if you think about it, it doesn't matter if you're playing defense or offense. Like, you can make, I don't know, 100 decisions in a game, and maybe one out of those 100 might result in something negative that might not end up being a goal. You know what I mean? But then, like, you make, like you know, 30 huge decisions or whatever, right. just, I mean, I'm whatever. Uh, but then like, you know, if one of those 30 doesn't work out, like that's bad. Yep. Like yeah, you know and everybody I mean? knows it. Right. It's yeah. like your, your, uh, you know, success, uh, Wilson's being kicked out. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we'll figure out what this is about later. Uh, no. I didn't want to get trapped up into this, but I'm sure there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, yeah. Who knows what's going on in this game? Uh, but anyway, uh, getting back to, uh, what we were talking about here. Um, I really just always felt like um, when I was growing up, I, I reached a point where I, I enjoyed the sport for really what it was supposed to be about, and I've just kind of continued that uh, forward, and I'm almost afraid to stop playing now. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like once I stop playing, then just I'm going to slow down and stop and then just oh, yeah. sit on the couch. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm there with you. You know what I mean? I, and I have struggled with that one. You know, I, so so right before I, I started Mansfield Rink Open, I started skating there almost immediately. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Prior to that, I was I was skating at Euless with a couple teams um, full-time. And then I had uh, three teams. I had two in Euless. I had four in at the Parks Mall. Mm-hmm. Full-time. Plus, I would pick up usually on any given night at the Parks Mall at least one, if not two games. Mm -hmm. So I was averaging during the week, Monday to Friday, I was averaging seven to eight games a week. Yeah. And then I'd still play, play my Friday or Saturday night at, at Euless. Right. And, uh, you know, and this was, I was probably 45 at that point. And, and, and so I had a, I think I had a week vacation. Mm-hmm. And my body actually slowed down a little bit and started to recover. Yeah. And the pain that my body felt. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this yeah. was after three or four days of not skating yeah. where it finally said, oh, you're going to let me rest. Mm-hmm. And it, it really got me. Yeah. And so what I realized is that, is that I, one, I have to back off. So I did. Yep. And I'm down to three teams total. Uh, and two, um, I got to give, give myself a little time to recover. Mm-hmm. And then the last part of that is that I can't not play. Yeah, because 
Uh-huh. If I sit on the couch and yeah. they're going to have to get a crane to get me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it, it's one of those, like, um, I think that I fool a lot of people sometimes because, like, I think, you know, there's there's times where people look at me and they're like, oh, like, hey, like does he like workouts, he training, whatever. It's like, no, I'm just on the ice all the time. Like, <laughs> my work ethic and my will and, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I'm not, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I take care of my, my diet. Like, I don't eat bad and, like, whatever, but, like, I'm not like, hey, like, I want to go for a run or a jog or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I got to hit the gym. I gotta no, hit the gym. it's like if I didn't play hockey and didn't love it as much as I did, I would be, you know what I mean? Probably 300 pounds or yeah, whatever absolutely. it is. But I, I enjoy being out there so much that that's just kind of allowed me to uh, be, live a healthier lifestyle. Yep. And then, and then I don't know if you're like me, but like if I like if I'm not sleeping well or I'm not eating well or something, it affects my performance. And I care so much about how I play that it, that makes me not want to do those things. No, oh, absolutely. So it like keeps you in check. Absolutely, absolutely. The funny thing is, I still have a, a, a you know the same regimens that I had as a kid, you know, for when I will eat before games and and you know how how what I do after games. And there are all those things in my head that I still try to adhere to. And I you know I. Right. I, I mess them up a little bit every once in a while. I'll go out after a game and have a beer. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, but, you know, for so long, I was very rigid about it because I was playing so much, mm-hmm. and I had to. I really had to make sure that I was on top. Now yeah. it's a little easier. Yeah. Um, you know, I can, I can have those beers. Right, 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 right. So yeah. Well, and, and I think that, that it almost buys you a little bit of uh, – because I think a lot of people that haven't played goalie don't realize how um, – even though you don't see them moving around, they're moving a lot around a lot when you're not looking at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there, it's just there is no um, – they don't really get to take a whole lot of time off even though they think that they do. They don't see how many times you're going, like, up and down. So, like, when I was playing goalie, and I'm sure you did this too, but the big drills were, like, up and downs. Up and downs. So, like – and the thing is, it's like, I want some of these skaters to do up and downs for, like, 15 minutes straight or whatever it is that we, we had to do. But it was one of those where it's like – Every time we had to do that, it's like, Jesus Christ, yeah, you know well, what I mean? And, and up and downs for me were, were prior to the birth of the butterfly goaltending. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was, you know, up and downs, and then it was kick save, kick save, right? Or pad stack, pad stack, and then get right. back up. Oh, my gosh, those are the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I um, and, and here's the thing. So, and this has come up on plenty of podcasts before, but I have goalie equipment. So, like, I do want to make a comeback at a certain point. But the thing is, like you were saying, is like I played when it wasn't like butterfly all the time. Yeah. Like I'm more of like I play. Let's see. So I'm 35 now. So let's see. I stopped playing when I was 17. So I was, you know, like 18 years ago. <laughs> so like the game's changed a lot. And like I might not be good anymore because like I, it was not a butterfly. Like we'd go down. You know what I mean? But yeah. Like once you're down, you're down. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like, you know, I mean, you were trying to get back up, but it wasn't like it is today where mm-hmm. it's like. We, we weren't sliding in the butterfly no, position. That was not all. a thing that was ever taught that anybody ever did. That any, you know, it's like, so now it's like, that's like the one thing they do. You see them in warm ups and they're just like sliding around mm-hmm. from the butterfly position. It's like, we never did that. Yep. Yep. No, what, I, it took me a long time to, to actually well, learn that transition. I've, I've heard that, that, that learning that part of it, though, is actually pretty difficult. As far as like trying to get, because you're, you're, it's like you're, you're trying to get the most amount of your, your blade on there, but at the same time, like your pad's kind of in the way, so you can't really hit the angles. So you have to like really be at a certain spot in order to, you know, like yeah. you can't fit. There's a whole lot going on there, and when you have those big thick pads, it's hard to get your feet close together in order to do that. Absolutely. That's just kind of my, uh, uh, my guess there. All right, so it's still zero zero. Um, we really thought that there was a chance, or sorry, we're talking about the Rangers-Capitals uh, game. Uh, really thought that there was a chance that this would last like four hours with all the penalties. Um, I think they probably, and I don't know this for sure because we weren't playing, paying super close attention, but um, Wilson was like going off of the ice, so I don't know if there's a chance that they were like, all right, like we're going to do you a favor here and uh, just give you, the, give you the time off. Not sure. So, or, or, or maybe just to the end of the period. We'll, see if, you know, well, if it, it, he might have gotten a 10. Yeah. Ooh, no, oh. no go. No. He might have gotten a 10. Um, but I was kind of, I was kind of anxious. So, like, Ovechkin's not playing tonight. Um, but I think that's more, due, like, I don't think anybody would run him. Um, but I think that's more due to him, uh, I don't know, just taking a break. Uh, 
Anyway, hold on. Yeah, well, if the game doesn't mean anything, which Ooh, which it should. That was a weird was play. A little, Did you see that? Yeah, that was a little high. Uh, yeah, swipe oh, there. Oh, high stick there. Yeah. Um, but getting into, because this is kind of off off your story here, but I did want your take on this because you know the game very well, and I respect your uh, opinion on things. But how did you feel about the Tom Wilson thing? Um, you know, the funny thing is, is that I heard about it, but I never saw it. You still haven't seen it? Yeah, still haven't seen it. Yeah, I just read it. I feel like you. Should, I feel like you should find it. <laughs> this period's almost over. I'll, I'll probably, I'm, I might find it here in the same right. or, uh But anyway, so uh, the way I saw it, so I'm going to go ahead and do the way I saw it. I love physical hockey. I love old school hockey. Um, I do think that um, obviously fighting has a place in the game. Um, I feel like you should have guys out there to protect people. Um, but kind of like what he did uh, in the instance, it was like he did it against guys that were just trying to defend their own teammate and weren't trying to do what he was trying to do. Yeah. Like, you know how there's, like, different levels of, like, okay, your first line, you're not going to treat the same way. Right. Or, like, if you're playing against the first line. You know there's certain things that you can. or Because uh, for, for people that don't watch a lot of hockey, it would be really easy to just go out and be like, oh, that's Connor McDavid. I'm going to go hurt that guy. Yeah. You know, it, it's way too easy. So how do you stop people from doing that? Well, you stop people from doing that by going, then, okay, well, then we're going to hurt your guy. And so uh, Panarin is out for the season because of what happened with the Wilson thing. Right. So that is obviously their biggest star, one of the elite hockey players in the NHL. Absolutely. So, like, this hasn't really happened in a while where there's been kind of like an elite guy um, that's kind of knocked out for the rest of the season because of something uh, that should have been handled a different way. Um, yeah. Panarin also didn't have his helmet on. Um, and was kind of like thrown down. And, you know, when you have a guy that doesn't have his helmet on, like you can stand up and kind of fist fight that guy, but you'll see even uh, if somebody gets knocked out, like even in a fight or whatever, you'll see the other guy that's not knocked out kind of grab him and, and stop yeah, him. Yeah, usually it. support him. Yeah. And especially when they don't have their helmet on. Yep. But the fact was he knew that Panarin didn't have his helmet on and tried to almost like barrel roll him, like huh. head down. Like, you know, it's just uh, there was a lot of um, – We'll find it. I'll, yeah. I'll find it before you leave. Interesting. But it, it was just kind of a, a shady, I, shady situation. I don't know. You know, it's, so it's interesting, though, that, that – and, and I actually, I just saw, you know, DFW hockey players uh, on Facebook. I, you know, I feel like I've given an advertisement for both Facebook and DFW. No, you, um, you can do you can do whatever you – yeah. I, um, but there was a post about this very thing and about yeah, fighting in the yeah, NHL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and, very long. And, yeah, and it, and it always cracks me up because and, – and I think this is true for, for most long-time – hockey players i don't know about fans but but players that there is a reason that there's fighting in the sport oh yeah and, sure. and it does serve a purpose uh you know and and it's not necessarily an intent to injure you're not trying to really do permanent lasting damage to somebody no that you know but but fighting has always been there and it's always been there for a reason right you know back in the old days when when i was young and watching the sport yeah. There were literally guys that could hardly skate, but they were fighters. And right. They were there for protection. Mm -hmm. We don't really have that anymore. Yep. Everybody now has some skill, but some can also, you know, chuck some knuckles pretty good. Well, and so there's one thing that, um, and I, this has kind of been like my take. So if you look at the way the season's going, because you have so many teams playing the same teams over, over and over and over again, like yep. there's going to be some of those frustrations. What I don't like is, and I've seen way too much of this, where a guy a guy hits a guy clean. It's a clean hit. All of a sudden, there's another guy that comes over, has to fight that guy. It's like, no. Like, sometimes you just get rocked. Like, I felt like back in the day, you just used to take your hits and get rocked. Yeah. Now, a big any, hit is a big hit. But, but now, anytime there's a big hit, it has to be, like, defended. And yes. it's like, no. Like, we, I mean, you could pull up plenty of Hall of Famers that got their bells rung or whatever. It just, it used to be part of it. But now, I don't know if it's an optics thing or whatever, but, like, it just needs to be defended. All of a sudden, somebody comes across, and then they show the replay and it's like i yeah. that was a clean hit and, and you'll hear everybody saying that it was a clean hit like you know? a he, clean he hit. got that shoulder below the head and, right you know it, it made body contact but, but it's, so it's all good but it's almost one of those like okay that was a clean hit and then i had to fight a guy yeah. like come on like you know what i mean like and that but what they're starting to do though is they're starting to give them like twos and tens i think for like instigating so like if you weren't so if somebody you know delivers a big hit and then somebody skates halfway across the ice and starts a fight with you they get an extra for instigation. An extra 10 is, is big. I, I think it's, two, yeah, I yeah. think it's an extra, I think it's a two and 10. It, it, it'll curb it, maybe. 
I, but I don't know. I think I'd be a fan of that because I just I don't want to see that all the time. Um, but anyway, can we uh, go ahead and uh, and fast forward? See, we, we rewind and we fast forward. We do all these things. We're, we're always fast forwarding. But we're going to fast forward to uh, for uh, the, the the present day. Um, one thing I did want to do because we talked about it kind of before. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about this uh, little tournament that's coming up that you said that you were going to be a part of. I don't know if you look at the, or you're seeing, are you seeing the... I, I do see it. You I, see I that? Noticed, I noticed. Um, so anyway, we're talking about the, and I don't want to get, I forgot the name of the tournament, but it's it the 24-7? 24-7, 365, 365 tournament. 24 hour 24 hours, tournament. all day, every day. Uh, but anyway, so uh, you're going to be at this event. I'm going to be at this event. It's at the Parks Mall. Um, I've already forgotten the date. Uh, I believe it's the uh, 15th, 16th, yeah, 15th, 15th 16th, 16th, something yep. like that. Um, but anyway, uh, our good, uh, our good friend, and uh, I call Cal the uh, white whale of the show. Uh, Cal's the white whale. I he doesn't want to come on the show until after he he does his thing. So that's just, that's so crazy to me. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, you could come on and talk about like getting it. With him. Get, you know rules. what I mean? But he's like, he needs to get it first. And he's like, because he's like, well, I wouldn't have anything possibly to talk about until like, it's like, yes, you do. Like, you could talk about literally everything. The only thing that's going to change if you do it in a month from now is you're going to be like, I got it instead of being like, I'm going to get it. Right. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and just do the thing. Uh, but it was funny. He was, uh, we're kind of messaging back and forth because uh, we are going to be out there. Uh, you'll probably have to talk to us again. Hopefully, you're, you're cool with that. Um, but anyway, so he was, you know, we're kind of messaging back and forth. And uh, he's like, yeah, just, you know, I'm thinking, you know, about 30 hours. It's like, how oh, we can't be there for 30 hours. Like, I, don't, I just don't, I don't, like, I, if I could do that, I would love to do that. But um, that's going to be maybe uh, a little much uh, well, for me. He's, he's going to, you know pull off a pretty impressive feat. He, he plans to. It'd be crazy. Yeah. No, and it, yeah. it, it'll be awesome. It'll be crazy. Um, and he was also kind of, um, he, he was uh, described to me before I met him. They were just like, you're just going to have to meet him. Like, he's one of those guys, like, I can't really describe. And then he was even more than what was described as far as just like, he just makes you feel so important. You know oh, what yes. I mean? Like, yes. he just like, he's just like, hey, like, hey, thank you. So like, there's just constant positivity and just light. Absolutely. Just, he he like, is by far the most positive guy I've ever met. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yep. It yeah. does, but it almost just makes you feel terrible. It's like, why can't I do that? You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, why, why can I not just enter a room and just like positively affect like everybody? And the way that he's able to banter with people is just like, well, this is, you know, what yeah. I mean? Well, and, you know, we were talking earlier about competitiveness. Yes. So he's got a little bit in him. Yeah. But you would never know it. Hmm. I, I have played in games with him where we're down by five goals and yeah. frustrated and I'm mad and I want to hit somebody that skates by me. Yeah. And he's just smiling and laughing. And, yeah. you know, in the locker room afterwards, they'll be like, oh, you know, there's always tomorrow. Yeah. There's always tomorrow. Well, because it's just always positive. But for Cal, it's probably not just tomorrow. It's probably like, yeah, like well, in an like in like 30 minutes, I'm going to play again. Yeah. And then I can, you know, he might come out like two out of three for a night or like, you know, however many games he wants to play. But I think it's awesome what he's doing. Maybe we should uh, explain what he's doing, even though I don't know for sure. But this is the most games in a year. Uh, well, or was so most, it a... most games in a year was what he was going for uh, last year, um, and and he had done it. I, I mean, without a doubt, yeah, he, he had it. But something couldn't be verified. It, it had so, and so. I do think that this because I do know a little bit about this, and I think yeah. it's kind of like crappy. But so if not ever, if there's not like a standard for like the time of a game, so let's say like one rink does a 15 yeah, minute 15 period and another one does a 20, then that messes it up. Cause yeah. it's like, Oh, come on. You know what I mean? So it was like a huge, like technicality, which I think still think is like kind of stupid, but there is yeah. another organization that's going to like honor it, I guess. Yes. Yes. So like, but yeah, but forward. so for this one, this is going to be, I believe most games played in a tournament. And he is actually on every team's roster that is going to play in this tournament. And, and he, he did this actually once before, but he's yeah. going to play uh, in every game on one of the two teams that are playing right. in the 24-hour tournament. So he will play in every single game. Uh, and, and the funny thing is he did the same thing last year. Same, same tur or, Yeah, it was last year. Yep. Same tournament. Um, and I figured... You get in those those late hours of this tournament, and yeah. he's going to show up and kind of sit on the bench. I watched him score two goals in what was probably 
a 4 a.m., yeah. maybe 18th game of the tournament. He scored two goals. Uh-huh. I mean, just insane. It's, it's got to be the energy, right? Isn't it? Just, it's got to be the the will or the something or the... Something. I, I don't even know what it is. But it's like... Uh, and I don't get... Um, What's the word? I don't get confused by people easily. I feel like most people, you know what I mean? Most people are like easy to read and I kind of get it or whatever. I'm just like, I got no idea. I'm just like <laughs> entrapped in his like whatever it is. And let's like, most people don't get me like that, but I'm like, golly. But you know, he, but he's just so kind. And when he reached out, he was like, you know, like the, the hockey community down here really seems to love you. So if they love you, then I love you. And it's just one of those things like he makes you feel good about yourself. And it's just like, hell, I'll be there. Like, I was planning on going there anyway, even if he wasn't so nice. But it just, uh, you know, I don't know. I thought we'd give Cal well, some love. And everybody knows him. Well, everybody knows. Well, him. and that's the weird part. And I, I've told this story before. But uh, so, like, uh, when we first started off, I think Matt Taylor, our friend, yep. Actually, I'm gonna say your friend. I mean, we're no. I'm just kidding. He's he, he's my he's my friend too. But uh, we're not. I guess we, you won't. He hold, was he was once my biggest enemy. You, I, I believe that. Yeah. Wait, can you yeah. tell that story? Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing is that, and I still call him this. Yes. But he is known as Bad Matt Taylor. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I get we, it. We had a Matt Taylor on on our team. Oh, because there was. Two, I've heard that there was yes, two. Yes. Yes. So I, I used to play for a team called the Hitmen. Yeah. Uh, and and he was out there playing. I, think it was the miss i don't even know who it was yeah but but and so we had played against a million times and absolutely we had matt taylor and they had bad matt taylor right yeah yeah and uh yeah we we did not like each other much uh and i don't even, I, I say that he may not have even known that we didn't like each other i knew we didn't like each he, other. <laughs> he should have assumed i don't I, I don't think he enters any sort of like ice uh hockey uh relationship against another team being like i hope this guy likes me like you know what i mean but there's almost a certain amount of respect, you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, like, I get you. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's all good there. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we'll both consider him to be a friend. But it comes yeah. along with a lot of responsibilities oh. of trying to uh, not throw him under the bus, technically. I got uh, tons of guests on here that are always trying to, they're like, oh, Matt Taylor, that guy. I'm like, oh, well, he's a, he's a good guy. He's, a, you know. Yeah, uh, well, it's surprising. You meet him and you're just like, well, you're not that bad. Well, no, he'll, <laughs> he'll admit it. He'll be the first one. He'll be the first one, though, to admit. He's like, ah, like when I get out there. And he's smart about it. He knows what he's doing. And here's the other thing too: is like uh, the things he does. It's like it's not dangerous. He's just like you know what I mean. He's nope. just he's a, he's just he knows what he's doing. And sometimes I've seen him do some stuff, and I'm like, that was kind of smart. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I got you. Like mm-hmm. there, if you you had to have played for a little while to be like <laughs> that smart about like when you know. And if you notice, uh, when we kind of first started the podcast, I always kind of give him a hard time, but it'd usually be at the very end of the game. You know what I mean? To where like, yeah, he's going to take, he's probably going to take a seat anyway. You know what I mean? With about, you know, three minutes left in the Mm -hmm. third. Um, But he's got it all figured out. But uh, we just hope he makes it all the way through a game. Yeah. That's really what we hope. Well, and so he was, uh, I did ask him to be here today. Not that we need him. We don't need him. But I just, I want to, you know, I want to include him in more things because he's like, he's a good partner. He does all this work, but he never really gets to like be on the show. Um, But he said he was too busy. He had all this stuff going on. Said he wasn't even sure if he was going to be able to make his game. Just a list of excuses. I had to scroll all the way down all these excuses. (laughs) Scroll, scroll scroll just all the way down um but anyway so I'm, I'm sure you'll see him at the game but uh i think he's too busy with his camp. he's been camping a lot he's got a camper now yeah yeah he's he's big into the camping life now. yeah big into like the he's like a family family man yeah, right. you know what i mean like he's just which you know uh, much respect there uh i wake up and just do whatever i want to and then you know i don't know i'm gonna go to bed and do whatever i want to but yeah, uh but he doesn't have enough time to uh come on the podcast every once in a while but we still want to show love to matt taylor and um we wish uh, he would have been here uh, absolutely. Yeah, it would have been uh, fun times. But uh, anyway, so we're closing in. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to any, uh, any episodes before, but we usually end it the same way. Uh, we usually do uh, what's called a shout out. So the shout out, um, it's really just kind of like putting positive uh, energy out into the world. Um, a lot of people like say they're um, like family, like, you know, their uh, wife or their mom, dad. Um, but it could also be a mantra. It could be a sound. Um, it could be anything that's positive. It doesn't have to be about hockey, um, but these are kind of the rules. Uh, for a while there, we had a rule where it could be negative, but then we took that away. So it has to be positive. Well, there was a couple times where I did some like really negative like shout outs. I was like, this made me mad or this was frustrating to me. And so like it was more of just like me being frustrated, but I try not, I try most of the time to keep it positive. But like, 
for yours, I've made a rule for the guests. It has to be positive. For me, it could be really negative. All right. But it, it won't be. All right. Today's will be good. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, just, I know we talked about your wife, but she get a shout out or, like, well, some team. Well, she always, she always gets my shout out. Okay. Well, um, there you go. You know. And, That's good. And Holly always knows that she's, she's the best. Good. And, and, and the best thing about her, and, and, and I love this, is that, is that she, because of my passion for hockey, she developed her own passion. First as a fan, now as a player. Um, and, and that's one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Yeah. And, and I love being able to share that with other people. That, right. You know, so many people, oh, yeah, this is, you know, my wife hates that I go and I play hockey. And she appreciated the fact that I needed it so much that she said, right. but not only am I going to come watch you, I'm learning how to play this game. We're going to have some fun together. And right. we have a blast doing it. That's so awesome. Absolutely. She gets all the love in the world. For well, that. there you go. And I've heard uh, nothing but good things. And the, I feel like the other cool part about that, too, is, like, nobody's, got, like, she obviously enjoys it herself. Like, this isn't something, like, you know, even if it was just to appease you at the beginning, like, nobody would stick around and be like, oh, you know, oh, like, right. I'm going to do it. It's like, going. yeah. And set, but, like, you, you got to sit back and just be like, oh, my gosh, she's liking it a little bit more. Yep. She's liking it a little bit more. And she's becoming kind of, like, more independent on her, just doing this on her own. And she's she doing it. to miss a game. Oh, oh. She's just like, that is the worst thing. I want to be in the <laughs> yeah. locker room with yeah. my teammates. Well, well but, so, like, my biggest thing is sometimes, like, well, I just want to know what happened. I hate, like, sometimes you miss a week and you come back and they're like, oh, even if it was, like, an event last week, it was like, oh. wait, what? Like, what? It's like, oh, you weren't there, but it's like, well, like, I want to be, it's like, well, no, you missed it. It's over with. It's done. But we're all going to talk about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, we're just, like, uh, it's, it's done. Yeah. Um, all right, so Holly gets the shout out. Anything else? Are you good? That's it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do uh, my shout out here. And um, my shout out uh, is going to be, and I know I brought this up kind of earlier, um, but my shout out is going to be uh, for uh, the Department of uh, Player Safety of NHL. Um, just straight garbage, straight garbage work. Um, sometimes all you need to do is look at what the majority of people think about a thing. Like, you know, sometimes you can have like, and I don't know how many people are part of this uh, little department or whatever. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like six guys in a room. Who knows? Um, but if like, you know, if I've talked to, because, uh, you know, Spear, you weren't the first person I've asked about this. Yeah. Um, but I've talked to other people who have seen it. Um, everybody's pretty much on the same page as far as like, this is garbage. Um, there's not a lot of times where, and I like rough hockey. I like old school hockey. Um, there are times where I think today's hockey is way too soft. Like I am not, uh, anybody to make uh, apologies for physical play. Um, but I feel like what I saw the other day was just a complete, a guy just freaking out, um, that should know better and has a responsibility not to do what he did. So, um, you know, and you can kind of talk about like hitting somebody in the prone position when he's down, but like, I'm not even really focused on that. Um, if you looked at what he did with Panarin, Panarin didn't have his helmet on. He knew it. Uh, Wilson's been in plenty of fights. He knows that, uh, at that point, like you can't throw that guy down onto the ice cause that could really, really cause, uh, something really, really bad to happen. I would, uh, I'm not trying to invite anybody back into watching the replay of that, but if, if, if he's off like half a tick or whatever, that's Wilson probably breaking his face against the ice. Like, it is so dangerous. It was probably one of the only times that I've looked and recently and just been, like, scared of the people that it was happening to. Um, and Wilson is not – I've stuck up for him before. I thought, you know, some of his other things that he did were kind of on the line. I know he plays on the edge. Um I've been a fan of him before, um, so this is not a, uh, I don't know, I don't have any reason to dislike him. I, I like that he plays on that edge there, um, but well, it just from what I saw, it was not good. The edge, the edge is, uh, the problem with that is that that puts him in that repeat offender, you know, he, he Well, he and that's why that it's and, a, yeah. yeah, but, but like you can't, at a certain point, it's like you only have so many points of yeah. getting, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah. but after a while, and the one thing that I didn't like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of these big celebrations in general, even after goals are scored and uh, people know that about me, but like, you don't have to think the same way to, you know, there's no right or wrong there. Right. But like, even after he did that, the thing that really got me is he heads to the penalty box. He's in the penalty box. He has his Jersey off. And then he does like this weird flex and then tells the, uh, like literally mouths like F you 
uh, to the other. Like, it's like you just went up against, like, Panarin's line, which is like if you're trying to go be a tough guy, like, that's do not, it against the tough guy yeah, line. Like, do it against tough be. line because, like, nobody else in the NHL is trying to go, you know what I mean? Like, go, you know, are they going to beat up uh, Jack Hughes? You know what I mean? Or, like, Quinn, like, or, you know. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, beat that guy and act tough. It's like he he knows what his role is and he knows the people that are invited into like that story. And I just felt like the people that he did it to and did it around were like not they aren't a part of that game. And uh, the NHL needs to kind of protect their players a little bit better. Um, but see how I said that not all my shoutouts are positive. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, but I'll give you that. That's not that's not fully negative. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so yeah. you, you called out player safety, but. Yeah, but but really, you're it's in a you're positive. Protecting I'm protecting players, players which is right. the whole goal. This is all I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, well, uh, David Spear, I thought this was a wonderful episode. Um, I thought it would be, and I did, but I didn't want to say that at the beginning. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know what I mean? I didn't want it to be a thing where it's like, hey, I think this will be great, and then people be like, you know, yeah, I didn't want I you to be speak. Like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to be like, oh man, like you know, you want me to be yeah. better than Tell everybody about else? Hockey. I don't know anything. About yeah, hockey. yeah, 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 right. Like so, but I felt like uh, as long as we got to talk about hockey, I felt like we would uh, be okay. All right. Well, now I need to do the uh, Matt Taylor list. Uh, I always call this Matt Taylor list, but it's really this is another thing that's not negative. It's just something I need to do, um, but. Anyway, you can check us out on the uh, faceoffspotpodcast.com. That is faceoffspotpodcast.com. Matt Taylor has made a beautiful-looking website. Um, it looks so good. Uh, we trick all these wonderful guests into coming onto our show because it looks so nice, um, and that's just really uh, a tribute to him. But uh, anyway, you can also check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on uh, Instagram. Uh, Matt Taylor has just recently given me the login and password to the Instagram to where I can start posting stuff too. Uh, so we will start having more stuff on there. I'm still trying to figure out the captions. I'm not a big Instagram guy, um, but we will figure that out. Um, yeah, I'm going to log in. I'm going to figure it out. Uh, but anyway, and then uh, Rubes Brews, uh, check them out. Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all the things. Um, all right. Well, uh, David Spear, uh, I wish you luck tonight. Uh, you, you good so to much. go? You, you, you need anything else? We good? I, we're good. All right. Well, hey, David Spear, everybody, um, and check us out next week. I apologize for missing out last week, um, but we will be coming out with episodes every week from here on out. All right. Later, guys.